Today's stuff is Daf Hey, and let's begin. So, Rab, let's just go over how we finished yesterday. So, Rabum Barkana asked the following questions. What if someone told his field will all produce ready to go? The person who purchased it, even though he didn't plant anything, can he bring Bikurim? So, the answer is Amar Lamalo. Why not? I mean, of course he can. He owns a fruit, he owns a land, he can bring it to do Mikra Bikurim. So, Ad Kanulecha. Okay, my question is that it makes sense if it's still uh, the produce is still moist, so it's still drawing sustenance from the uh, from the field itself. Aphelia uh, vasha. Well, you would agree then also. What about the case if it's already dried, like it's the say the produce is dried out and it's ready to be cut, or it's a considered if you like already cut. So the Gemara says. Um, so he says Amale He says Amale. Yes, Aphelia vasha. So he asks a question, if that's the case, so the question is saying, but okay, if it's Yavesha, and it's already considered cut, and you land to bring Bikurim, then even if it's already harvested, let's say you purchase a field, and the owner, has a, the person you purchased it from, has already harvested the field, and it's left on bundles. So you're buying the bundles along with the field as well. So you should also be able to do it. So we say, the answer is no. So, uh, so he asks. He says, "Bitzmia." In other words, he says, "Really? Can you can you can you bring bikurim if you purchase it from the market? Obviously, not have to come from a field." So I read your Reb Chaim. He says, "Bitzmia v'svrele deilu kanachitin." If you purchased wheat itself, afagav shekanakarke. Even if you buy the land as well, lav mishach shaychi lahadi karka. It's not really considered connected to that land anymore. If you purchase from the shuk. So in other words, what we see here, that as soon as it's already cut, even if you buy the land along with the wheat, no, it's too late. In other words, it's considered as if you bought the, the, the that wheat is no longer connected to the land, and you wouldn't be able to bring Bikurim from it. So now we ask a really interesting question. I know that if I sold someone fruit and I retained the land itself, so I've sold them the produce on my land, then clearly what Hamochar Enu Yecholavi the seller cannot bring Bikurim because he doesn't own the fruit. She'en lo peyrot. Okay? What happens if the I regret my sale? And I said, you know what? I'm going to buy them back. So initially I sold the produce and then I bought the produce back. Now, what's the din now? Do we say that it's like, it's no different to square one where I owned the produce and I owned the land and therefore I can bring Bikurim from it? Or do we say that since I sold the produce and I'm buying it back, it's as if Ke'ilu, as if I bought wheat from the marketplace and clearly I can't bring Bikurim? So that's the question. So we say, I can bring I can bring you a proof from a different case altogether. And it will take takes a bit of work, but you'll see how the conclusion as we get to the end. So this refers to Etnan Zona. And that is in the Torah, it says, if you give a zona, a hal, a, 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 something as a fee, right? It cannot be used as a korban, okay? That's etnan zona, I think it is. Um, and they, so the first point is that what if you gave her your korban shlamin? Can that be bought as a korban? The answer is yes, it can. Why? Because we learned from the Pasuk, Rosh Hashanah explains this from the Sech Tzmur and the Bavli. You can't bring it for a neder. That excludes something that is already a neder itself. In other words, if you gave her an animal for a, 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 as a fee, then she can't use that as a korban. However, if you gave her a korban, it's already turned into a korban, so therefore the issue of it nanzona wouldn't apply. Okay. What happens in the case if you gave a yainot shmanim vasalatot? 
which is wine, oil, or solid. So these are substances that are part of Korbanot. Wine is for Misuchayayin. Shemen and solid is used as part of Mincha offerings. And then it also adds Kol Davar Sheokatseb, or anything like it, that's Karab Lagabe Mizbeach, that's offered in Mizbeach, would also be Asur. Sorry, sorry, that would be Asur. Why? Because this is a raw material that we're giving as a Nanzona, as, as a fee, and therefore it can't be used as a Korban. Now what's interesting here, we've mentioned wine, Shemen, and solid. So what are we adding by saying what extra items are we talking about? That's, in other words, other food stuff that's offered in Mizbeach. Because if it, it can't be talking about oil, wine, and solid, what else are we going to be talking about? So the only thing we'll be talking is if you've already got cl- bunches of grapes or atarot shibolim, wreaths of shibolim. Now, when do we bring a, a actual clusters of grapes, not as wine, and p- place in front of the Mizbeach? Or when do we bring wheat that's not turned to flour in the Mizbeach? That is Bikurim. Okay? So here we see that, that the issue of Etnanzona can apply to Bikurim. So let's keep progressing further. So Manan Kaimim, so what are you talking about? If you're saying he gave it to her as a fee, the Bikurim, so the, these bunches of Greeks, so obviously she can't bring it, even if it wasn't Bikurim. If I just feel like I want to bring Bikurim, I can't go to the marketplace and buy grapes and say I'd like to bring Bikurim. So too, if I gave her grapes and gave it to her, even if it wasn't an Etnan, if I gave it to a friend, that friend wouldn't be able to bring it to the Besamigdash, or I sold it to a friend. Okay? So what's this din of Etnan Zona that could be implied? That it's the only reason why she cannot bring this big, the, the grapes is because it was an Etnan, and not for any other reason. So it must be the only way we can engineer this situation is as follows. Elakin Kenan came in the what? Beshayula Gfani Mishala. This Zona owned and uh, a vineyard. Okay. Umachra lo peroteem and she sold him the fruit, this the client. And what did he do? The Chazar and he gave the Chazar and he gave the grapes back to her as an Anan. In other words, Therefore, therefore, why can't she bring Bikurim? Only because Mipnesha he had none, because it ain't none. If it wasn't because of it none, like the like the Gemara is teaching us above, then she would have been able to bring it. Ah, so you see from here proof. Hada Amra, so back to our original question, that if that again, the case is. I own a field. I have got these beautiful grapes on it. And I sold it to a particular uh, uh, wine producer. I said, you, you, you know, you can have all my crop this year, right? So that's how I've sold it. But then what I've done is I've decided, actually, I'd like to buy it all back from you. Obviously, he'll sell it back at a bit of a margin. So I buy it all back from him, okay? Now, the question was, can I bring Bikurim from those fruit? Okay, is it like I've just purchased grapes from the grapes from the marketplace, or as if it's gone back to what it was originally that it's the grapes from my field, therefore I can bring Bikurim? So what the Mishnah said is we see from the case of Etnanzona that can apply uh, that, that can apply to the bunches of grapes. The only way that can possibly be is if what is if again she owned a vineyard, she sold some grapes to the client, and the client then gave it to her as a fee. Okay, and then we say the only reason why she can't bring it is because it's has a shemet nanzona, can't bring it as bikurim. Otherwise, what she could. So you see that because in the in our case in our Mishnah, if you buy the grapes back, it goes back to square one, and I can bring bikurim from my orchard. Yes, question. I've got a few questions. So, so we have to we have to say that that the fruits didn't grow yet because if they grew yet, then you can assume, assume that he put them aside already the bikurim. So now they're growing by the by the zona, and now they come back to him. 
right? The zona didn't bring bikurim. Now they now they <coughs> they come back to him. Sorry, they come back to the zona. So what's the what's the uh, what's what's the if they, if they grow by him, then he has to bring them the bikurim. If not, then she has to bring. Because no, 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 no. First, first, firstly, let's let let's let's understand the case. All he all he was all he purchased was the the parrot of the land. Not he didn't own the land, so he can't bring bikurim from it. Okay, um, which is the way it says the, the, the seller can't bring it doesn't own the payrot, also the kone. But but the question it, the question is is not whether yeah, you're right that it, presumably the bikurim haven't been designated yet or separate yet. That's fine. Whether it's been picked off or not, I don't think it really matters. Whether he was kone it back, whether it was still mechubal tree or not, I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, but that's the, 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 the what we see quite clearly is when she buys it back, she would have been able to if sorry if she just bought it back, she would have been able to bring Bikurim. Now that goes back to square one. It's so only because it wasn't because, because the it wasn't gave Etnan. it back as a fee for her services. Right. Then it becomes in that nonsense she can't okay. bring. Okay. Okay, I understand that. But okay, say that. Yeah. Not say that, but not for now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dov, what is the question? You had another question, Dov? Very simply, what, why is it mutar to sell a, a field before you've taken Bikurim? Why Why not? Because because you're going to lose the Bikurim. I'm not sure. I, 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 we have to get to that in terms of what the Kona was bringing. He would bring it, I assume, like like if, if it stayed in that situation. I think, like Israel said, she, the, the Kona would bring Bikurim. He just couldn't do Mikra Bikurim because he doesn't know the land. Like we said, we but said Rebbe, before, Rebbe, it didn't grow yet. Why can't we answer? Dove, it didn't grow yet when she sold the field. You, you, but uh, the Rav said whether it's still growing or whether it's Kfar Makutsarim. Yeah, I'm not sure if it makes a difference in that one. Actually, let's go back a second. We saw previously that in yesterday's stuff, let me just correct what I just said. That if you just purchased the uh, the, the the Ilanot and not the land, you wouldn't be able to bring Bikurim, right? We said this before. The takone ilachad enu mevi kolikar. You wouldn't be bikurim. So, in other words, even if the corner of just the payroll, also no one would be bikurim. So you're asking, what isn't there a problem being mafkia with mitzvah bikurim? I'm not sure. I don't know. We've had we've had millions of cases of, of being doeg that somebody's going to get around the mitzvah by giving or by selling. This is a classic case where you could where the, the person says, I don't want to bring give Bikurim. I'm going to Ke'ilu sell it to someone else. Then he'll sell it back to me. And uh, don't have to worry about Bikurim. Yeah, well, it's not such a hard mitzvah to do that people want to get out of it. We're not, it's not like Trumas and Master. It's you take a few little uh, clusters of grapes to the base of Migdash and it's like, and it's quite a, quite a party as we'll learn about in the third parak. Um, it's quite a fanfare. I don't, I don't think we. I don't think it's something you have to be choshed. Trumot, master, all these other things I can understand as a percentage of your produce, but I'm not sure Bikurim is such a choshed for that. Okay, um, fine. Next case. Now, we said from Chag to Chanukah, maybe be in a So Chavrai B'Shem. Now, here, here I want to session, share some uh, charts with you. Um, only just got it finished in time, would have had, liked to add more detail, but let's have a look. Um, let's have a look. So they said, kodim lechag, lechag, So we know that when you meant to meviv kore, you meant to meviv kore if you do everything before chag, because that's the time of simcha. From chag to Chanukah, right, it's no longer time of simcha. We said in the Mishnah, you meviv, but you don't do kriya, because you can't have a samachta. Okay? That is, um, so that's why if you, you were mafrishet before Chanukah, before Chag, 
and then only brought it after, then it's already past the time of Simcha, maybe Ve'enu Kore. Okay? We'll ask a question on that in a moment. Hifrishan Korem Nechav, what if you separate them before Chanukah, Ve'avar Aleve Chanukah, and then it's after Chanukah, and you, and you, del- you didn't bring it, and now it's ta- after Chanukah, we say Yirkavu, you have to leave it to rot. Why? Because we said that after Zmacha, after Chanukah is not the time to bring Bikurim anymore. So therefore, it has to be left to rot. We explained before because no longer Nimtzaba Sadeh, it's no longer founder. Founder, we said, um, and that was uh, that's how we explained it before. Okay. However, Lachar Chanukah, what happens if it was after Chanukah? Then we say Lok Hadshu, it doesn't become Bikurim at all. Now, this, this is what we're talking about. Rechaim qualifies this very importantly, and I put this on the little chart here. That's when it already was Bikru Kodem Lachanukah. So it's already like last year's thing, and you only separate it after Chanukah. Okay? Not like we're saying the bridging here was you separated and then only brought it after Chanukah. Here you separated after Chanukah. In that situation, look at you at all. However, if they bicrew after Chanukah, then it's already part of next year's uh, calculations. Okay? Then you just leave it on the tree till after Shavuot and you pick it there and then you can bring it to, uh, bring it to the base of Mikdash. Okay? That's an important thing to understand. So once again, if you've separated and then brought it and it's bridging Chag, meaning bridging Sukkot, then maybe Ve'en correct, because it's past the time of Simcha when you want to actually bring it. And if you're bridging Chanukah, so it was, you separated before Chanukah, and now it's gone to the time where it's not Zaman Bikurim, you've got to leave it to rot. Because when you separated, it was in the time of Bikurim, but now it's too late to bring it to the base of Mikdash. That's Chavraya. Okay? Now the Gemara asks, but one second, didn't we say before that something's right where you've got a problem? So I'll show you here. The case where it was you separate it before Sukkot, and then you only bring it after Sukkot, we've got a problem. Because if you remember, Reb Zeira said, this is the case where I, this is the case of the Shaliach, that if I pick it for myself, it's Ra'ui Lakriya, I can't give it to a Shaliach, because since Mikra Bikrim was Ra'ui, I, he can't bring it to Beit Migdash. Why can't he bring it to Migdash? Because he has to do Kriya Tamatirat, the Mikra Bikrim, and a Shaliach can't do so. So why don't we say the Chavraya seems to be Cholok and Reb Zira. Why? Because again, if I separate it before Chag, like on the left-hand side of the chart, it's Ra'oi Lakriya. Now that it's gone after Chag, I cannot do my Mikra Bikrim to Matirat. So I should say also in the first case, Yerukavu, there's nothing I can do with it. You understand? Because it was Ra'oi Lakriya, now in a power I can't do Kriya. So, is it, so does it mean then the Chavraya a Cholok and Reb Zira? Rezir's principle that if it was Ra'uli Kriya, I could longer do Kriya, then it's, I have to leave it, then I can't uh, bring Bikurim. So the Gemara says, uh, because Sabah Rabbi Zira, Shakol Bikurim Shinira, Litobra Kriya, Enonitrim Elabah Kriya, because that was shit that Rabbi Zira we saw before in the case of the Shaliach. So no, Velecha Lechabraya Ken, don't they maintain that? So it says, Itlahu, no, they do hold it. So what's the case we're talking about here on the left side of the chart where it was separated before Chag and then brought after Chag? That is, Behifrisham Kodem Lechag. That's when, when, when he separated it before Chanukah, it was within mind to bring it after Chanukah. That parallels the case where when can you send it with a shaliach? That's when you, sep- when you at the time you picked it from the tree or a designated separated it, it was in mind to go with a shaliach. And therefore it wasn't Ra'ui Lakriya. So to hear if you separate it before Chag within mind to bring it after Chag, it wasn't Ra'ui Lakriya. And therefore we can say Kmeviva in So it's not necessary to say the Chavraya Cholik Rebbe Okay. Now we bring a Kasha on Chavraya, which is not on the case on the left, but the middle one. You'll see in a minute. It says, You can't bring Bikurim from a Chadash Alayashan. 
Okay, what the language of Chadash and Yashan generally we understand and we talk we talk about the years of Trumas and Masra. Okay, as we know, the produce has a year that it associates with. For example, um, we'll see in a moment with Tvua with produce, it's whether Havat Shlish before Rosh Hashanah or not, and with Peirot, it's whether the Hanata the blessing is before Tu Bishvat and after Tu Bishvat. Now, the importance of that is you, when you come to Trumas and Masra, you can only mafresh from one year on itself, but not for another year. All right, you've got different accounting years, if you like, different uh, parallel financial years. Okay, so now the Gemara says that also applies to um, Bikurim as well. Meaning if you've got Bikurim in your field, like fruit coming out in your field, then once again, it, you have to take Bikurim from the Chadash and, and the Yashan and not one to satisfy the other. Okay, so Manan came in. What are you talking about? In the period, if we're talking about produce as in wheat, because Bikrim comes from Shadatim, meaning wheat as well. Shevishlish, that have already grown a shlish, meaning Lachar Rosh Hashanah. Al Perot Shevishlish, Lifne Rosh Hashanah. So if we're talking about the case on the left now, where we've got two different bits of produce, one whose one who's grain, it became a Havat Shlish before Rosh Hashanah, before Tishrei. And the other one who came after, that's Chadash and Yashan. Well, that doesn't make sense. Why? Mekemach this one who hadn't grown a shlish on the right here again, time's going left to, left to right. This one over here, the Devar Baru, it's obvious. Shlish shlish kodem la Omer. Now Omer is going all the way back to Nissan. Okay. Now if it's only grown a shlish now, clearly it doesn't take six months or more than six months for grain to go from rooting to grow a shlish. So clearly that grain on the other side of Rosh Hashanah that, that suddenly grew a shlish was only uh, mashrish after the Omer. And if it's after the Omer, then you can't bring Bikurim from it. That has to go with next year's, next year's produce, if you like. So therefore, you can't say we're talking about Chadash and Yashan in the same year for Bikurim if you're talking about Tfua. Because the so-called Yashan wouldn't be able to be brought that year anyway. You'd have to wait for next year after Shavuot because it's considered Chadash. And you can't bring Chadash before Shavuot. So you can't bring it now. Okay, so what are we talking about then? Ella King Nain came in, so we have to move leftward. We're talking about now Peirot Shechanata. Because Peirot, you got when it comes to fruit, the grapes, the dates, things like that, there's no real problems here regarding Chadash. Okay, Chadash is only grain. So therefore, Okay, so therefore we're talking about fruit that blossomed before and after to Bishvat. Now, very important to understand, your, remember, your, in your calendar, Shvat comes after Chanukah. Okay? So you quite clearly see here, if we're talking about this, uh, that it's got Chanata, Achatu Bishvat, we say, let's keep talking. If we're saying that you can't do Chadash Al-Yashon, the ones on either side, Ha-Minachadash Al-Chadash Mevi. That you, Mashma, that on Chadash on Chadash you can. And the Havamina at this stage is we're talking about it's blossomed and it's grown enough that I'm standing in Adar. Okay, and in Adar it's saying I can bring Bikurim from the so-called Chadash on the as we move further to the right. Mashma what? Mashma it's not like Chavraya because Chavraya said after Zman Chanukah it's not Zman Bikurim anymore, and now we're so it's clearly saying in Chadash Chadash you can be Bikurim even though it's after Chanukah. Okay. So the answer is the Sabrim may Malachar Chanukah and Kamim the Havaminus was where situated in Adar. So Gemara says, no, it's not a kashif at all. Why? What it means, a chadash al-chadash means, yes, you can't bring it now, but I don't pick it in Adar. 
I leave it on the tree and I wait till say Shavuot, and then I bring it in the next year's, you know, the next year's uh, crop. Okay, meaning says until after Shavuot So I have a minute to create this question. We're still talking about last year, the current year after Hanukkah. The Chadash al Chadash. So it's a, no, 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 no. They weren't talking about that at all. The Chadash al Chadash, we're talking about all these fruit if they were left on the tree going forward to the coming year, then we say Chadash al Chadash is okay, but not Chadash al Yasha. Okay? Fine. Let's continue. Halachazain. Hefrish Bikuravu Macharat Sadehu. Let's say someone separated Bikurim and then he sells his field. Then he can mevi, can bring Bikurim, but he cannot kore, he cannot do Mikra Bikurim. Why? Because he doesn't have an Adama anymore. It's just like Yavesh Nikat Niktatzilan of Yavesh Hamayan. What about the Hashani Meotoamin? Um, what about the second person, the per- the person who bought the land? Can he bring Bikurim Meotoamin? So he says, of oh, that same species, let's say it was, let's say they had a field with uh, uh, wheat and barley, or say grapes and, that makes it simple, grapes and uh, grapes and figs. And he'd separate Bikurim from fa- grapes. The person, the Kone, also can't bring Bikurim from grapes, right? However, it says, but there are figs in that in that, uh, in that field, well, that, that orchard, yeah, then he could bring. So, Otomin he can't bring. However, Yudah says, even that the purchaser can even buy bring Bikurim from the same thing, from the grapes as well. Let's continue. Uh, what if he separated Bikurim? And something happened to those Bikurim. Namaku, Nidazu, Nignavu. So, Nignavu, so, yeah. Abdu or Shinitmu. So, he separated Bikurim and either they, they rotted, they were plundered, they were stolen, they were lost, or became Tamer. Mevi Achrim Taktav. You achai what's called Achrayut, so you have to bring a replacement. But that replacement, Veino Kore. You don't do Mikra Bikurim because it's not uh, not the simple when it, 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 as a result. It's not really the first anymore. And but we'll go one step further than that. The hashnim and that replacement If a non-Kohen eats it, because we said Bikrim is much like Truma, that it normally if a non-Kohen eats, you have to pay back Karen and Chomesh, the extra 25% of the value. So however, this replacement doesn't have the same din as Truma, you're not have to pay Chomesh. Nitmu ba'azara, what happens if it becomes Tame in the Azara? So you take it all the way to the Azara, and as you get to the Azara, you're inside the Azara itself, it becomes Tame. Share it touches it or something like that. Then we say, um, you just simply nofet, you just scatter around uh, out on the floor, but in Okore. Now there's a fascinating discussion on this, according to the Ravid, and you've got to leave that a rot. Well, the question is, why do you have to leave it there a rot? Why doesn't like any Psulam Mukdashim have to get it burnt? So also Reb Chaim explains, he says is that that um the, the because it is based on the Sifri, because there's Vinachto, you've got to place it there. It means it has to be placed there. Part of the mitzvah big room once you get there is to place it there until the coin comes and takes it. Meaning it's almost his matter, it's removal from the base of Migdash. But because here it's Tameh, he cannot come and take it. That's why it has to be left at a rot, which is a very interesting din there. Let's get in. What about this concept of Achrayot? How do you know until it reaches Harabayit? Now, this is very interesting here because before we say it becomes Tameh in Azara, now Azara is deeper inside just Harabayit. Okay? But here we're saying that's why there's some people do Shino Girsa. But actually, here we can keep it the Pshat, meaning, had big, in other words, if it becomes Tameh, when it, after you reach Harabayit, then you're not Chayb Achrayot. But you can't bring it in and do nif- and, and into that into the Azara, clearly, because it's Tameh and scatter it. The special din of scattering it is only becomes Tameh in the Azara. But in any event, how do we know that the Chiyu Bakrit is only until you reach Har Habayit itself? doesn't have to go all the way to Azara if you keep the, the gifts we have in front of us. Because it says, your first you have to bring to Beit Hashem Alokecha. 
And once you've done that, you find so you see that the chiv achrayut, you've there's an obligation to bring a replacement, and she went to you bring it to Harabite, which is Beit Hashem Lokecha. What if you brought Bikurim from the field and then you want to bring a different min? It says, You don't do Mikra Bikurim. Okay? Uh, we'll explain how this works soon. Let's get it. So, my time with the Rabbanan. What's the basis shit at Rabbanan that says that once, say, grapes have been taken from this field and you sell it, the next person can't bring grapes from that field on. on that year, because it says he got it yayom. I have declared today, meaning You only do the kriya mikra bikurim once. The inu magid pam but you don't do it a second time. Meaning because ikvar in other words a rirukhaim. Meaning pamachat magid shpekevan shekavar hevi rishon. Meaning since the first owner already brought it to inu maviasheni. So the Gemara then asked, one second, Rabbi Yehuda said that the purchaser, the second owner, can bring grapes for, as Bikurim. The late, later, Rabbi Yehuda can. says, no, it lay be'adam echad. Yes, he holds a din of, you're going to do Haggadah once by one person. But this is a different person. The, the kone, the purchaser, is a different person. Therefore, each of them can come bring the grapes and then do Mikra Bikurim. There's no problem. Okay, next. So we said that if, again, if the Bikurim get lost, you have to bring a, bring a replacement. We said it's not exactly like real Bikurim because if, a, for example, a Zar eats it, he wouldn't be hyped to pay this fine of Chomesh. So, this mission is a Da Yachid, and he should Why? But Tani can, because he said, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda, Omer Mishum Rabbi Shimon, this is Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, says, Shnim ain't Chaim el Chomesh. That the second one's not Chayev Chomesh. Now, why is that? That is because he understands when we learned the Pasuk in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shun Bar understands that's just an Asmachta, meaning the Chiyub Achriyot is not really Medoraita. Okay? That's why it's not Chayev the replacement of Chomesh. However, Chachamim, the Rabbi Chaim points out, would say, no, they understand that's Din Torah. Therefore, even the Shneem, in the, even the replacement ones would have a Din of Bikurim completely, and it would, would be Chayev Let's continue. The Shneem, sorry. The second ones, meaning the replacement ones, according to if you're Rishun Barachai, you could even buy from the market. You know, it doesn't have to come from your field because it's just a replacement, as we said in the Rabbanan. So, now the question what is it treated like? Is it like Tosefa Bikrim or Tu Bikrim? So, what that means is, is we'll see later on that there's three Midot Bikrim. One is a Bikrim that you designate as Bikrim. Then it's what's called Tosefet Bikurim. You can add more from the same min to increase the Bikurim. And they have a similar din to Bikurim themselves. And there's also, also what's called Itur Bikurim. They can be from other minin. And that's the things you used to decorate the basket with. Now, the question is, what's its status? Is it is this replacement, is it like Tosefet or Itur? What's one nafkimina? In Tabdin Kotsefet Bikurim, if it's like Tosefet Bikurim, so it's much like Bikurim itself, then Peturim mina demai. Then I can purchase from Ma'ama Aretz and I don't have to worry about demai. I don't have to approach demai at all. Okay, because it's like has it's like hashivas of truma and things like that. So in the avid kiitu bikurim, if it's like the decorative parts of bikurim, then it's chayvim the demai. That's one of kamina. But the difference between itu bikurim and tosefet bikurim and the like, we'll see in the um, the third parak. I think it is. Yes. So okay, nitmu ba'azara. What happens if it's tamin azara? He says no fetzva in a kore. You scatter on the ground. I've already discussed that in detail on the mishnah. Let's continue. Rav Chama Bar Ukva b'shem Rav Yossi ben Chanina nitmu bikurim. What happens if the bikurim come tamir? 
It says, Hasalim, nonetheless, the baskets, Nitanim Lakonim. So even though the konim can't get the bikurim, you still have to give the baskets to the konim. Why dichti? Because it says, Meaning sometimes, literally, all the coin's going to take is hatena, just the basket, after you've scattered it on the ground, and that's the case when it's nitmu. Okay, let's continue. Now we said, that if you bring me you don't do mikra bikurim, so lamin nitzracha, who's that needed for? What is mission to teach us? That's the review Huda. Because just if you remember the mission that we saw the machlok in the mission at the very beginning, regarding the first owner and the second owner, we said that the second according to Rabbi Yehuda said the second owner can bring bikurim from the same min and can do mikra bikurim. Why? Because he said the whole thing of you can't you can't chozer magid that 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 that's, doesn't apply to the field; it applies to the individual. But what we learned from here is Rabbi Huda does agree that because it applies to the individual, that if it's a min acher, another min he's bringing, so he's come he's come twice to the base of Mikdash, you not chozer magid for that other min ain't um bikurim. Harei shem min acher. Again, in other words, Okay, now the final thing in the, in the, in the daf today kind of goes back to the case of Nitmu Bazara. And here, that's why the Gra actually takes these two lines out and puts it back further when we quoted that in the Mishnah. But he says, Yonatan, sorry, Tan Ben Ben Yochai. Ken, he says, why? Why is it that when you come to the Azara, you nofetz, you simply, if they become tamer, you scatter them on the ground, but you can't do mikra bikurim? That is because, again, integral part of bikurim is simcha, because it's and because it came tamer, well, there's no simcha there. You can't give it to the Goranim in the proper way. That's why you got to the base of Midash. It was yours and everything was great, but it got tamer, so there's no, the, since there's no simcha there, you cannot do the um, the, you cannot do me crabby grin. Okay? Yes. Just make uh, just make one, one remark. simcha, because every mitzvah we need to do besimcha, right? Right. So because it's tachat Hashem lo avati as Hashem besimcha. That's what it says right. in the Tirchacha, right? So yeah. every mitzvah, also mitzvah we need to do besimcha. But this is ala simcha. Al, me ala simcha. It has to be yotir simcha by a normal mitzvah because this here, it says simcha. Ah, okay. Very that good. Was, that was my diuk. Okay, very good. Sorry, very good. sorry. Very good. I, need, I needed to share that. I needed to that's share good. That's good. Don't laugh at me, Berala. Okay. Look at me. Have a good day, everyone. You too. Okay.